Well, good afternoon, and welcome to episode 200, motherfuckers, of The Other Ground Live. I'm Passive J. Uh, glad to see uh, you guys are here for the show. Uh, let's see who we got today. Carnival Barbers. Uh, Mitch Cummenstein. Oh, oh that's, that's a new one. Uh, Rainer. Hey, Rainer. I'll pick up on you in a second. Uh, Tit Santana and yeah, Captain's here too. Good, it's gonna be a good show. I'm really excited about this. It is, uh, as I mentioned, the 200, 200th episode of uh, Other Ground Live. Um, and not only is that uh, something to be proud of, I think it's also the 200th episode in a row. Uh, we've been around for exactly 200 days and we've did an episode in every single one of them. Actually, that's not 100% accurate. I think, uh, um, at least one or two of those were called the fight companions, so they weren't included on the regular thing. So I think we've actually been around like 210 days or something like that. But this is the 200th official episode in a row, so uh, uh, glad to see we have people here. And Captain says it may be a pod bean record, who knows? Uh, there are there are certain shows that are, um, uh, on every day as well. I've never kept track of how uh, dedicated they are to their schedule. Hey, Rainer, how you doing, boss? Oh, I just had to call in for your 200th episode. Oh, right on. Thanks for calling in, man. How is you? How is your day going? I was trying to take a nap. My wife woke me woke me up. So, <laughs> so far, so bad. Oh, so far, so bad. Yeah, you know, I, I like naps, but I certainly just I can't take them. Uh, they they seem to mess me up really bad. Uh, whenever I take a nap, I'm always feel like I'm worse afterwards, uh, rather as opposed to just not taking one at all. Uh, I've read a little bit of science on it, and supposedly there's a butter zone for naps. Um, your nap should be between uh, what they say, twenty and forty or forty minutes or so, or twenty or fifty minutes. They say anything less than twenty minutes is not really getting you any restful, and anything more than forty or fifty minutes, it might have even been an hour. Uh, gives you a chance to drop into deeper sleep, which is a you know, and if you get woken up from that, it's always very uh, disorientating and you know makes you feel fucked up, um, which I certainly attest to. Uh, like a little light nap is good, but if you like, if you're out for like an hour and a half and you try to wake up, your the rest of your day is fucked. Well, my day's fucked anyway, so <laughs> twenty four hours. Uh, there you go. Um, I, uh, yeah, my day's already fucked too, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I made a horrible mistake on my fantasy football shit. And I'm kicking myself over and over and over and over about it. Uh, but there wasn't much that I could do. I had a, I had a, you do fantasy football, right? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. All right. Well, so this will make, not make much sense to you. But for the people that do, uh, uh play fantasy football, uh, I had a guy that was questionable, but he wasn't playing until Monday night. So, uh, I th- decided, you know, uh, the prognosis had been good, so I decided to throw him in there because I needed a to cover someone that had been taken out by COVID. So I have him in there uh, instead of my other choice because this guy, even though he's questionable, is it was projected to get about twice as many points as my other option. So I threw him in there because uh, I knew, you know, it, it knowing, knowing it was a risk and it totally didn't pay off. And this is why it pisses me off. They waited until two hours after the kickoff of the. Uh, Sunday afternoon games to announce that he was out for tomorrow night as opposed to announcing it three hours, you know, two hours before that, where I could still make changes. Cause on fantasy football, as soon as it, as soon as the first game kicks off at uh, 4 PM, you can't make changes anymore. I can't, uh, but like, uh, if I would have found out, found out about that on 1259, I could have, uh, dropped a guy that I have that I didn't need go to the, uh, available players that no teams were using to pick somebody up. Uh, and then, and, and it wouldn't be a great player, but at least I'd have a chance to have somebody in there as it is now, uh, since they announced it so late by that time, uh, my, my guy is not playing until Sunday night, but it wouldn't let me put it in because the general lock was in. So I, I'm going to take a zero in that position, which will probably lose me this week's game. This should be made into a movie. War <laughs> like games too. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. Actually, you know, uh, fantasy football is not very interesting to people that aren't into fantasy football. Although they did make a an entire TV show about it once uh, called The League. Uh, I watched a couple seasons seasons of that, and it was actually pretty good. Have you ever seen it? I'm afraid I have not. But you know, my interest in fantasy football is a little low for watching a show about it. Oh yeah, you know what? I I didn't even how long ago was this? Yeah, I was playing fantasy football. The only, well, the only reason I and this show's been out for a while. Uh, the only reason I watched it was some girl uh, I tried dating briefly uh, got me into it while she as it was something to watch while she was over. 
And uh, it was actually pretty funny. She also tried to get me into workaholics, which I wasn't, which I wasn't so much into. I love that show. <laughs> uh, it's not a bad show. It's just fucking silly humor, though. I love it. We're up against Jay. Well, no, I, I I appreciate a couple of their episodes, like the uh, uh, Juggalo episode was really fucking funny. Um, Did you see the movie? The movie Juggalo, the movie. I mean, no, 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 I no, was no. Game Over Man. I, Game I Over Man. Workaholic show existed until I saw the movie Game Over Man, and I thought that oh, was no, funny. I, I, it got me into the show. No, I didn't know that they had uh, um, uh, their own movie. Captain says he's seen the league. Oh, and, and Tit Santana too. Yeah. Uh, that was a that was a great fucking show, um, and it only very loosely uh, focused on the, them being a, in a fantasy football league. Anyway, so it was it was mostly just fucking hilarious shit. I highly recommend watching like, at least a couple episodes to try check it out. I wonder if Tito's ever seen a uh, Hospital Police. Hospital Police. No, it was Children's Hospital. Just super stupid humor, but uh, I loved it. Ah, uh, right, right. No, um, I was always more into like. I haven't watched sitcoms in fucking forever. I'm not even sure if they do them anymore, really. Uh, but the newest one I was probably into was Scrubs. I was a, I was a big fan of Scrubs. Man, we are such opposites. I don't know why I even bother calling it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah, we're online buddies. We're not dating. It's okay to have different interests. <laughs> yeah, both sides of the spectrum here. Yeah. Uh, no, you didn't like Scrubs at all? Or is it just nothing you just, checked out? I just never got into it. Never, never never tried uh it, it's silly humor i think you'd like a lot of it um especially the later seasons uh, they get I got, I got a little ridiculous uh, i like the earlier seasons better because you know i'm hipster like that but uh, it was still a good show who was in it uh what was that who was in that show um what's his name uh the actor I know, yeah, yeah, I know. I can't remember the guy's guy's fucking name. Um, Forget about it, bro. I'll have to look it up later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Waste all our listeners' time. Yeah, a PJ uh, captain asks PJ, "Do you watch Rick and Morty?" Yes, uh, their first three uh, seasons. I haven't seen the new season uh, because uh, I don't pay for whatever service it uh, it's on. So I'm hoping it'll come out in one of the free ones later on uh, Hulu at some point. The first three uh, seasons were fucking excellent. Uh, I liked them quite a bit. is that the the humor was a lot smarter than I thought it was going to be, and it's uh, I like their cavalier kind of fly by the pants attitude about making their show. Uh, like some of my favorite ones are the episodes that have the uh, the intergalactic or interdimensional rather uh, cable TV box because you can tell you can flat out fucking ch- tell uh, that they're just making shit up as they go along. <laughs> Sometimes that's the best. Yeah, that's fucking great. I love every second of it. Um, yeah, but uh, but I'm not like one of those rabid. Rick- I don't tell people I'm a, I watch Rick and Morty for the most part because their their fans have gotten a very bad reputation of, from what I understand. Yeah, you know, a bad a bad rap. You know, they people make fun of them quite a bit. Yeah, I thought of something we did have in common aside from the Other Ground Live podcast, of course, The Simpsons. Oh yes, yeah. Oh, you're a big oh, Simpsons fan. Oh yeah, I'm still watching. If you can believe that. Oh, well, yeah, I haven't watched it in years and years and years, but that's not uh, anything on them is because I watched what well, stopped watching uh, live TV in general years and years and years ago. Like if someone put uh, right, if if so, no, no, uh, no, I don't just don't watch TV anymore. I have uh, like Netflix and Hulu, uh, but um, when I say live TV, I mean like, you know, like cable TV with actual channels and stuff like that. Don't everything I see streams. Um, although there are a couple apps on my uh, TV that does uh like cable style uh, stuff like uh, Pluto, for example, it has its own channels. It's basically like having a cable box again with Pluto's uh, stations. Um, some some people get a lot of stuff with just a HD antenna, a lot of free stuff. Oh yeah, and I yeah I have one of those too. So, but I don't really watch that. My uh, the wife will turn on in the morning sometimes for the news. Uh, but the point I was trying to make is with The Simpsons that if you put a, an episode of The Simpsons in front of me, I'll go ahead and watch it and I'll probably enjoy it. But I, I don't like to seek out the old episodes or anything like that. So I'm years and years and years behind. Uh, same with Family Guy and a couple other ones like that. But yes, uh, I do like The Simpsons. <laughs> Hooray. Right. And I, 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 obviously, I like them quite a bit. I have a whole bunch of Simpsons tattoos. Um, I remember the thread. You're like, Simpsons in space tattoos. What should I get? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Old yep. and Kang. Yep. Yeah, and it's a work in progress, which might never get finished because leg tattoos fucking suck. And when I agreed to a uh, 
Simpsons in space tattoo, I didn't really feel think about the fact that the entire black background is going to have to be colored in because it's space. <laughs> so which means at one point so they're going to have to. Yeah, it'd be easier. Yeah. <laughs> it depends on how uh, how dark complected you would be. They're, they're, either space isn't really a, li- a light brown. I've looked into that. The, the, they say the white ink really fades away really quick, and if you did white ink on, you know, an African American gentleman's skin, it wouldn't show up much anyway. Right, right, right. Well, um, but the thing, the reason I bring that up is because they're going to have to tattoo my entire leg at one point, and it's going to fucking suck ass. <laughs> leg tattoos, at least for me, that's they're the worst spot I've found so far. Uh, mo- a lot of it's because it's more painful than the other spots, but also a lot of it is because it, for some reason or another, tattoos there make me jumpy, like my leg will twitch and shit while they're doing it. And I'm always afraid I'll, I'll twitch at a bad time and fuck up the tattoo. So it's it's a stressful spot for me to get tattooed at. Any place else is really not a big deal. Um, Balls? Uh, no, that was not a big deal at all. <laughs> no, I haven't had anything like that done yet. All I've had is done my yeah. is my uh, is my arms and legs and back. Uh, some the back. No, actually, not some. I forgot. I forgot. I got. I forgot. I have a big one back there now. I got that like a few years ago. So I forget about it sometimes. The ones on the back, you forget. Like I'll see. I'll, I'll see like in my Facebook memories and one of those old tattoos pop up. I'm like, oh fuck! I kind of forgot I had that because <laughs> you know it's behind me all the time. Uh, but yeah, I have like the uh, for Simpsons in space. I have uh, um, Homer. Uh, in a spacesuit floating around. Uh, I've got uh, um, Mr. Burns flying around in a spaceship that's shaped like his head. Uh, I've got Kronos' uh, 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 gay brother. <laughs> we, I don't know, you know, to this day, I don't really know why I decided I wanted to do this. Uh, the first one I got was the uh, was the aliens, you know, Kronos and all them. Uh, but I okay. knew that that was a ta- something that's been tattooed before. So when I went to get mine done, I told him to make it purple instead. Yeah. And, and he did. And it, it's a fucking awesome looking tattoo, but I get asked all the time, why is it not green? I'm like, you're fucking racist. You think there's a, <laughs> you know, and, and as time of, as time has went on, I actually enjoyed the joke about it rather than the actual truth. So that's what I do now. If whenever someone asks me why it's not green, I call them fucking racist. <laughs> But uh, I, under, and underneath that, I have uh, Lisa in a, in a, uh, um, a space suit as well. So um, that's all I have done on that right now. Four pieces, which is mostly the leg. I, I'm, we're trying. We're probably going to try to fit Bart in there at some point, and then start doing the uh, background. Uh, but every time I go in, I get something else done instead. Uh, in addition to that, I have uh, um, the Simpsons uh, heads as skulls, uh, like a stylized cartoon skulls on on one of my arms. Uh, a lot of my tattoos uh, uh, on my arms are skull related uh, because I figured you might as well have a theme. Not all of them, but I'd say like 80% of them. So having Simpson skulls, well, I thought was a good touch. Uh, and then I also have, and this is, might be my favorite tattoo, but top three at the very least. Uh, I have uh, Flanders as the devil on the back of one of my uh, uh, arms. <laughs> nice. I, I love that one. It's one of my favorite tattoos. Uh, uh, and so, um, Oh, you remember that one time where he's like, I, Homer, Homer was a genius when he pulled the crayon out of his nose. And he's like, uh, hey, Flanders, I was just working on a flat tax proposal and I proved that God doesn't exist. Take a look. And Flanders like checking the math. Oh, so I carry the money. Oh, he's right. Well, yeah, let's do as he get out there. And he burns it up. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe I remember seeing that one. He ended up deciding like being dumb better and shoved it back up in there. Um, yeah, that's good shit. And in addition to that, because obviously I uh, don't know when to leave well enough alone, I have uh, uh, quite a few uh, Futurama tattoos as well. Um, I have uh, Leela and Fry as heads. Uh, If you're familiar with the Futurama uh, cartoons, uh, one of their sticks is that they have like famous people from our day living in the future time, but as heads floating in a jar Yeah, uh, that uh, they've been preserved that way. Uh, So I have that leela and fry and two of those head jars uh, on one of my calves um then i have uh and this is gets they keep on getting more like inside joke after that uh i have nibbler which is uh, if, if you're not familiar with the show like one of the, one of the characters pets uh dressed up as the character from fiddler in the roof uh so he's nibbler on the roof which is like a like a one-off episode episode have you seen futurama before i assume I've seen a couple episodes, but uh, yeah. So yeah, it's, yeah. So I've got Nibbler on the roof. 
Uh, and my favorite of those is uh, I get, and this is one of my bigger tattoos. That's one piece. Um, most of my artwork is like smaller pieces merged together over time. Uh, but my favorite one is a, a tattoo of the robot devil. And cause this is the most, most inside joke I could possibly think of what it says in like a captions above him and below him stuff is you will only win a, hold on. I gotta look at it. I don't want to get it wrong. <sighs> You will only win a smaller, uh, what's the I can't read my shit. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay, there we go. You will only win a smaller silver, silver fiddle. Uh, and the line refer- refers to, uh, cause this is the robot devil. So, uh, and he's stolen one of them, one of the main character souls. And the only way that you can retrieve a soul from the devil is to beat him in a, uh, fiddling contest. Because if you win, you'll receive your uh, robot friend's soul and a solid gold uh, fiddle. If you lose, you'll really receive a slightly smaller sil- silver <sighs> fiddle and you'll die. So it's <laughs> so, nothing like the song there with uh, Charlie Daniels band, I think it was. A little bit, but you know, yeah, God, I massacred that. I, for some reason, I can't have trouble saying a slightly smaller silver fiddle. It's almost like a tongue twister. Yes, indeed. <laughs> that went down a Georgia song quite well for yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So you know what? The fact that it says the devil went down to Georgia means one of two things: either the devil is a northerner, like Canada, that's what I would assume, or or Georgia is actually lower than hell. Uh, it has to be one of the two, right? Yeah, I don't know about hell's elevation. They call it hell know, elevation, yeah. by the way. Well, I think it's geographical. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's a word, but I just used it, so it is now. Um, Right on, Ron. Oh, by the way, if anyone listening, uh, obviously you're always mo- welcome to call in. That's basically what the show is. Uh, me sitting here and babbling while we're waiting for people to talk to you. So feel free. Uh, if you do post something on the um, chat box, I'll try to respond to it. And I'm, I've uh, been trying to keep attention to it more lately. So uh, if you do that, I'll get back to you the best that I can. Um, shit. All right. I guess we should probably do a topic. Oh, we've got a caller. There we go. That worked out well, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Carnival Barbers. All aboard! <laughs> well, crazy. Well, I'm crazy. Hey, I hope everyone has a great day today. It's Sunday, so for everyone that has like a chilling day out, you know, have a chill day. I like for those still grinding, still working, you know, do your thing. We all out here, yeah, you know, trying to do our best out here in life. So. What is up, everybody? I hope everyone has a great day today. What is up, everybody? I hope everyone has a great day today. This is Kevin Barbers here from giving me, giving you, giving us all as much as I can give our next generation motivation. No, 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 no. And I will for oh. sure talk work to you. Soon. Yeah, no, no, work on yourself first. He's crazier than a shithouse rat. <laughs> <laughs> And cut. Wow, yeah, he's getting better on the outros too. That's cool. (laughs) It wouldn't be a day on the other ground live without uh, K Barb's calling in. Oh, I see Sly Dog showed up. What's up, Sly? I'm glad to have you here. It wouldn't be uh, the 200th episode without you, sir. Um, uh, Yes, sir. Is this 200 episodes without Ryan? No, no, no. Uh, uh, it, he's in the vast majority of them. I, I think I took over it uh, solo in, in somewhere in the 160s. So I've only done like in, like 30 or 40 of them without him so far. All right. No further questions, Your Honor. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and that's and honestly, that's 200 days in a row for the show. Uh, I've missed uh, two days when I went on vacation. And uh, Dalton missed... Uh, a couple few days from sleeping in once or twice and then getting into a car accident and then losing power for like three days. Um, but the show itself has went on continuously since March 20th, I think of, hey, I don't know how the listeners, uh, reacted with, uh, with him gone because, boy, they really seem to hate him still. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, yeah. Whenever he gets brought up, it's not a good thing. And I've mentioned repeatedly. I hope he doesn't listen to the show because I feel bad. Cause I never had a problem with the dude. He he helped me out quite a bit, you know. And the show wouldn't have been on, been around without him because I wouldn't do this solo at least to start. Uh, I've built confidence in it uh, since by the time he left, we already had people listening that said they wanted me to keep on going. So, but I wouldn't have started a solo show uh, just by myself. Uh, it's not what you normally do for a podcast. I mean, some people do, but that's not me for the most part. I'm, I, I don't feel like I can do like hours upon hours of podcasting without someone else to talk to. For the record, I don't hate the guy either, but I just, uh, I just know that all these listeners <laughs> hate him so much. And yeah, they're in the shed doing a goat and that kind of stuff, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, it's a, uh, it's a crazy thing. Um, I can understand. Yeah. Well, part of it is his politics. Uh, and I know a lot of, he's more of the left leaning, uh, side. Well, most of the OG and uh, their listeners, I believe for the most part were more right leaning. Uh, but I don't know. I don't judge anybody by other politics. I don't give a shit. You know, my, my opinion is I don't really give a fuck what you think about politics. Just go ahead and vote. <laughs> hey, regarding your tattoos, how much money do you think you've spent on them altogether? Um, not, a, not as much as you would think, and by the way, you're very, very quiet right now. Um, not as much as you think I'm one of my friends is a tattoo guy. Uh, and so I've gotten a lot of them at a reduced price. Uh, I, I normally get one for my birthday, uh, for free. Um, although I didn't do it this year cause he had all his COVID shit going on. He'd just gotten the shop back open and, you know, so I didn't, he didn't say anything and I didn't say anything. I think I figured that was the appropriate way to do it. Uh, but I've gotten free ones in the past. Uh, a lot of my older ones are, were fucking, you know, uh, that you don't see me posting on the OG because I'm not proud of them. There's nothing wrong with them, but they're just not the type, they're not the quality of work that I, I I get now from my friend. Um, those are very cheap too. A lot of them I traded weed for. So you used to grow it or something? Oh yeah, you squirrel weed. Fuck yeah. Uh, I was completely legal. Um, uh, in Michigan, it's uh, me- uh, medical marijuana has been uh, legal for quite a while. Now it's recreationally legal, and everybody can grow some if they want to. Uh, but yeah, I, I had a fairly large, uh, operation, not, not large as in commercial operation, but, but large for like me and my roommate. Um, and this isn't going to mean anything to you cause you, you don't grow. Uh, but we had, uh, three different grow tables, uh, which were like three foot by four foot tables. Um, maybe even a little bit bigger. Each of uh, all those, then each of them was a, a flood and a flood and drain table. Uh, uh which mean, which meant uh, we had reservoirs under each one of those tables filled with water and nutrient mix with uh, uh, fish pumps and timers and then uh, once once or twice or three times a day depending on how we were working it it would pump water into that uh, tray uh, let it hang out there for a while and then uh, drain back out um, and you would put uh, this, is called, this is called uh, growing hydroponically by the way and you would put uh, the plants that you had in so at least we did it's in something called a rock wool so it's a it's a cube, uh, you know, like four inches by four inches, and the uh, pot plant grows out of that, and eventually the uh, roots will grow out the bottom of it and shit like that, and it just hangs out there and it gets flooded with water occasionally uh, and grows, and that's not a, uh, and we would have like twelve plants in each tray, and we had them on different schedules so they didn't uh, start. Uh, uh, weren't ready for harvest at the same time because we didn't want to do all that much pot all at once. Um, so Jay's lying. What am I lying about? Plants? Oh yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You had, you were you were allowed to have. Uh, oh, I can't remember what it was. Because uh, I was also because again, remember, uh, I think it's twelve plants per person, uh, and I I could grow for me myself and uh, two other people uh, that I sold weed to on a regular, and one of them being the tattoo guy. Four You're people, you, you yourself and two others, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, you can actually do. You can actually be a caregiver for up to five other people. Uh, so, and, and since my, and since my roommate had a license as well, he could have been a care, a, a care, caregiver to five other people. So we could have completely legally sold weed to like 10, 10 other people if we wanted to. We only had like the, four or five people that we did though. The super extreme glaucoma you had in your missing eye? No, night blindness. <laughs> um, but yeah, regardless, uh, as far as the, that was the, that was the, uh, uh uh, not harvest room. God, what's it called? Uh, the flower room. Because uh, when you're growing pot, it, you grow it in two stages, uh, major stages. There's the vegetative stage, and then there's the flowering stage. So you, we had all the baby plants in another room with a different type of light. Because uh, normally we were using high pressure sodium lights in in the flower room, uh, which is the spectrum that you want for flowering. 
But when you're using vegetative lights, we used a, a metal halite light, which had a different spectrum, which was better for vegetative growing. Um, and in that place, we had a couple mothers set up because we uh, cloned stuff. We didn't go stuff from seed. We would take uh, cuttings off of mature plants and then make seedlings out of those, basically. You know, um, but we put them in little smaller rockwood uh, um, cubes. And it, it, this is something literally like a maybe three or four inch clipping. You know, you're just putting a stem in there and it, it grows a plant out of that. And so they sit in there until they're the proper size. And in the, in the vegetative stateroom, you either had an 18 or a 24 hour light cycle. Most people did 18 because they didn't think the extra hours were did anything more and why pay for your electrical bill. Some people were of the opinion that the extra hours did help and just had the light on 24 hours a day. When you move on to the flowering side, you do it differently. There is uh, you have the light set for a 12 hour cycle. So it's going to be 12 hours light on 12 hours of light off. That's to trick the uh, plant into thinking it's now the fall. Because before with the, uh, the uh, 24 hour light, the plant thinks it's the summer and then the summer you grow like a motherfucker. Um, Alaska summer. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, but when the fall comes, that's when you're supposed to grow your buds. Um, cause you know, it's a, it's the, the season for that. Um, normally this is because buds, if you do it wrong, have seeds in them. So, and they want those seeds to get out there where, uh, I think plants, uh, excuse me, animals eat the buds and then, you know, poop out the seeds uh, at a different spot and, and the pot plant uh, propagates that way. Um, however, if you're growing pot right, you shouldn't have fucking seeds in it because you're supposed to be only growing male, uh, females, uh, females are the ones that bud, uh, but yeah, if there's, you can grow females, fe- yeah, female, no, fe- female pot plants. Um, but, uh, you, you shouldn't have seeds cause female, uh, pot plants need male plant pot plants to, uh, you know, fuck them to create seeds. So if you make sure that you have no male plants in your room, you don't have to worry about getting seeds. It'll be seedless, which is how you want your pot. Uh, and you do that by cloning, uh, plants that, you know, already know are female and, uh, you can, get, however, you can get fucking, um, seeds in different ways. Uh, one of the ways you can do that is if you have a light leak in your, uh, flower room. Because when, when I say 12 hours of light, 12 hours of dark, you need 12 hours of dark, not just partially dark. If you get any kind of light source in it, it can throw the plants off. And then they'll do something called a hermy, which is they, when they turn into hermaphrodite and start uh, producing male pollen, even though they're female, and which will like impregnate all the other plants in your room, and then you'll get seeds. So most of the time, sometimes if you get really, really good weed uh, that has seeds in it, that's probably what happened. There's a couple other ways, but that's the biggest one. Man, you really got into detail there. <laughs> yeah, no, I fucking I know how to grow weed, dude. <laughs> Honestly, I think you want to do a segment on this show where you go like twenty minutes just talking about a segment of your life, and you can. <laughs> no, dude, I'm boring as fuck, dude. I'm, I just I, I just uh, know a couple interesting friends over the year. Uh, Jay, interesting stuff. Yeah, like working with the big cats for God's sake. You always come up with something that I've never heard of before. I'm like, damn, okay. cancer, shit. Yeah, 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 well, yeah. If nothing else, I try to entertain. You yeah. get cancer, you clean up big cat turds, man. You have a lot of fun. Maybe that's the connection. Maybe I did get cancer from big cat turds. Long-term cancer. Uh, Captain asks, uh, Jay, you should grow in your off-season and save money. Uh, make it a legal project. I do. I, I could. I have a, a tent. I have a much smaller setup right now, but I do have a small setup downstairs. It's uh, uh, it's, it's something called a grow tent. It, it's basically like a uh, five and a half foot uh, tall by th- four foot by four foot cube, and, and inside's hanging a light where you and you have room for about four pot plants, and and then it's like a uh, it's like a little grow room all in one. With new technology, I have something called a metal halite hel- ceramic light. It's something like that. I can't remember what it's called, but it produces uh, both spectrums, so you can use it for both a uh, vegetation light and a uh, flowering light. So you just throw the plants in there, grow them up to the point where you want them to start flowering and then, you know, decrease the light and go from there. But it's kind of a pain in the ass. This one's a soil system. Uh, so you got to make sure you water all the time and the right times. And uh, the last time I did it, I didn't get nearly as much as I thought I was going to. And my weed here in Michigan is so fucking cheap now that it's almost now even worth doing it. Um, I, uh, I probably should. I should probably buy some clones from somebody and throw them in there if nothing else. 
because uh, I can, in addition to buying powder for now, you can buy plants off people. That's why I did the last time I grew. I just looked online to you know, on a forum that did that kind of thing, hooked up with somebody like two towns over that was, uh, you know, that sold clones, which is what you call little the plants that you take off the mothers. And, you know, he had some fairly good sized ones, like about a foot tall. I'm like, oh, that'll save me a couple of weeks of growing. So, you know, uh, I think he charged like $10 each. So I went over there, drove for about 20 minutes, picked up four plants, gave him $40. And that was my entire, uh, like, expense for that part of the grow. Um, and it's, it, sorry. <laughs> go ahead. Oh, go ahead, sir. You're the host, bro. No, go ahead, sir. I was just going to say there used to be a guy on Craigslist around here that was offering free pot plants all the time. They're little baby ones. And he was on there every week giving away free pot plants. I'm like, what is going on there? Is that a cop or something? Because it's it's legal (laughs) here, but uh, you just, can I trust this guy? You know, why do you get free pot? But he doesn't do it anymore. So, right, right. The captain that. says he's got the same sort of grow, uh, setup, and it's not terribly expensive. I think you can buy the entire setup. I have everything for like five hundred bucks, um, and if you do it right, uh, you will definitely be able to like grow enough pot for yourself, <laughs> probably yourself, Here's and like at least one or two other people being able to fit four plants in there. Uh, realistically speaking, you could probably get them about three feet high. But four nice bushy plants that are three feet high will give you a, a, a good amount of weed. That's no problem at all. And you probably give them a little, a maybe a little around. taller. Um, weed? Fuck. Um, I just want to know. Get um, your dollars see. ready. Well, when we were uh, when we were growing hydroponically, we'd normally get about an ounce to an ounce and a half off of each plant. But that's because they were very small plants and kind of uh, um, lollipoppy. Um, as like we cut off some of the lower branches occasionally. Uh, cause it, it made them focus on the, uh, on the top ones better. Um, but these, if, if they would have came out right, uh, maybe, uh, four ounces each. So you could probably get a pound maybe, uh, out of everything. And a pound's still a, a lot of fucking, well, let's call it a half pound, which would be, well, let me see four. Yeah. Uh, so eight ounces. Um, eight ounces commercial weed. It is anywhere from $75 to, um, for, and this is per ounce. Uh, commercial weed is anywhere from $75 to $400 an ounce, depending on the quality of it. So that's why I'm having a little trouble giving you a, a dollar amount on it. Uh, but most weed is somewhere between 200 to 250 an ounce for, for, real, for good stuff. Uh, if you're paying less than $200 an ounce, it normally means there's something wrong with it. Not something horrible, but anything from it, they, they didn't cure it quite good enough or it's kind of a fluffy bud or, or whatever. Um, but uh, I, I call it $200 an ounce. You could probably make you know grow what sixteen hundred dollars worth of weed every uh i see there's the time frame it takes a little, a little time to do it that's probably every three months um so. hey man mute your shit dude <laughs> promising me that she was gonna hold it until tomorrow yeah. all right dude i'm gonna let you, how good is this i told her first time i actually muted right, somebody that didn't work let me pick it that up. That new shit didn't work at all, dude. And you gave it away? Yeah. She's like, sorry about the All right, dude. I'm going to hang up on you, dude. Call back, dude. Right. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> uh, sorry. Um, <laughs> crazy. I'm crazy. Hey, I hope everyone has a great day today. It's Sunday. So for everyone that has like a chilling day out, you know, have a chill day. For those still grinding, still working, you know, do your thing. We all out here, you know, trying to do our best out here in life. So what is up, everybody? I hope everyone has a great day today, giving you your next generation motivation. It is a beautiful day out here in the world, and we always have to be aware that there are always going to be peaks and valleys. There's going to be highs and lows in life. Your highs... Uh, your highs might be a lot higher than obviously your lows, but you will get through them and you will persevere through any challenge that goes your way. That. Why? So because you are a champion. You are a no. neck full of aces. Okay, and you are capable of so many things beyond Maybe. the realm of what you see to the naked eye. I hope everyone has a great are you day today. That I have, like psychic powers? Talk to you soon. Uh, wow. Okay, that was a different crazier one. Crazier than a shithouse rat. <laughs> did he just say i have like superpowers or something like that stuff that you can't see with the naked eye i'm not sure if i got that one <laughs> sorry i hung up on rainer i was getting uncomfortable 
Uh, shit. All right, what are we going to talk about? Uh, anyone else want to call in before I can actually start a topic? Uh, no, all right. Uh, let's see. This one's been hanging out on the uh, uh, back burner for a couple days. We haven't been able to get to it. I saw uh, an article that about Beck Rawlings, uh, who says oh, the OnlyFans has been a game changer uh, that has helped her doing the COVID-19 economy. Hmm. Yeah, I, most of you guys know who this is. Uh, for those that don't, uh, Australian uh, tough, uh, the ultimate fighter, and UFC veteran Beck Rawlings currently reigns as bare-knuckle fighting championships featherweight champion. However, since the beginning of the year, the 31-year-old has been supplementing her income, which is unpredictable uh, and unreliable due to the nature of prize fighting, with an account on OnlyFans.com. Uh, OnlyFans is a platform that allows performers to charge subscriptions for exclusive media content. Many, uh, but not all, of the accounts on OnlyFans belong to sex workers. Uh, recently, a celebrities such as Curry B and Bella Thorne have also started using a the platform. Um, a lot, but not all, of the material sh shared on OnlyFans is mature content. Uh, this is what she says about it. Uh, Look, it's been a game changer for me, says Rawlings, whose fight career has been drastically affected by the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, I'd be stressing and freaking out right now. Uh, I definitely wouldn't be in the situation I'm in right now if I didn't start my OnlyFans. Uh, I took the plunge and I've never really been one to care about what people think or say. Uh, I put myself out there and it's definitely paid off. Uh, yeah, he's, she says, uh, continue on. Uh, normally I'd be freaking out right now if I hadn't fought and yet and made some money. So it's a great for me to, so it's a given me an opportunity rather uh, to make money elsewhere. It's definitely saved me during this. It's been good. I'm enjoying it. Uh, da, 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 da. Doesn't say about how much he's actually making, but then then some other bullshit we don't really care about. Uh, but that's interesting. It's interesting that it, uh, even someone who's uh, obscure as her in the grand scheme of things, when it goes to celebrities, uh, not to be to belittle her or anything like that. She seems like a cool person. Uh, but the uh, a UFC ex UFC fighter who is like the bare knuckle champion uh, of anything is not a huge uh, celebrity. Uh, the the average person will have obviously never heard of her, uh, but she's making enough money doing the only fan thing uh, that she's not worried about the fight. The fact that uh, she hasn't had a fight in so long, which means it's got to be a fairly substantial amount of cash. Um, Sly Dogs says Roxy should get an OnlyFans. Don't be mean now. <laughs> uh, she should just for the money. I mean, obviously, obviously she wouldn't be showing any mature content. Uh, that's not who Roxy is. Uh, but I guarantee you she probably doesn't get paid enough. Would I, would I, would I, would I support Roxy? Yes, I would. Of course. Uh, she's a friend of mine. I do, do everything I can afford to try to help her out, help her out. I buy her t-shirts. Uh, back in the day, I've actually even been a sponsor for her a couple of times. Uh, if you look back in the Invicta fights that she did on a couple of them, uh, my name's on her shorts. Uh, um, and and even the name of one of my podcasts when I was doing a different one than this. To, unfortunately, I wasn't psychic. Otherwise, I would have had her advertise this one. Now she's in a spot where she can't do that anymore since the UFC doesn't let you put anything in your shorts. But it was fun when uh, when I was able to do it. It's kind of a weird thing to see be watching like you know uh, an actual broadcast and see your name on you know someone's shorts as they're wrestling. <laughs> That was the only time you saw them. They're on the back. I wanted the back legs. So most the only time you saw it was when she was you know, grappling. But since Roxy does a lot of grappling, it was actually a pretty prominent spot, as it turns out. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. I'm not even going to go into what the fucking chat box is talking about. You guys should be ashamed of yourself. Shame, shame, shame. <laughs> Oh, let's see. So, but good for her. You know, uh, I certainly don't begrudge her like showing her titties for money. If someone would wanted to give me money, to see pictures of my dick, I'd be more than happy to take that money. Uh, it's, you know, uh, I, I don't begrudge her that at all. I'm kind of envious being a, a lazy person by nature. If I, if I could just sit around all day and taking pictures of my junk, uh, that'd be kind of like the, a dream job for me, really. But, uh, I don't think I have much of a future in, in junk picture taking. Uh, let's see what else we got today oh here this is shitty uh, and you guys re you guys know i'm not political so this isn't anything about uh a political beliefs or anything like that but i did want to read this story because it's local to me uh razor blades hidden on trump political signs slice election workers fingertips in Oakland county 
Uh, an investigation is underway in Oakland County after a man was injured while trying to move a political sign. Uh, the sign had been lined with hidden razor blades at the bottom. Uh, the election election worker was in Commerce Township when he attempting to relocate the Trump Pence 2020 sign when he was injured. Uh, note images below are graphic and may be distressing to some. Oh shit. Uh, the sign near Sleeth and Wixom Roads had been improperly placed in the right of way. Uh, several razor blades were taped along the bottom of the sign. Uh, we were told the man was able to drive himself to the hospital and needed 13 stitches on his fingertips. Oh, okay. I'm not going to roll down anymore because I can uh, see the fact that the uh, nasty pictures are coming. Let's see if we can swing by right quick. Okay. Yeah. That's the end of the thing. That's kind of shady, dude. I, you know, if, uh, <laughs> if it was, uh, if it's on your property, you know what? Do whatever the fuck you want on your property. There might be legal ramifications if you do it, but I don't really get worked up if you want to booby trap uh, your political belief sign. Uh, I'm I'm of the personal belief that uh, you're kind of silly for putting that out there in the first place. That really doesn't do anything but attract trouble. Uh, you know, I've no, I don't think there's ever been a single case of someone been driving down the road, uh, saw a, pol- a political sign, and said, "You know what? That's who I'm voting for." That changed my mind right there. That one sign. Um, so other, that's why I think they're kind of pointless and all they do is like attract attention of the other side that wants to do shitty things to your sign. Uh, so that being the case, I don't care if you booby trap your sign, but you can't put signs out there in the fucking out there willy nilly and booby trap. No, this, this guy was supposed to be moving your sign. You had it in the wrong spot. Uh, so the fact that you booby trap something and then we're dumb enough to not even know where you're supposed to place it correctly. It's, it, it, I'll just be glad when this uh, whole political season is over. Um, you know, I say that, but I bet you it won't be over. I, it's because it's not, it's never over anymore. Cause this, like this last four years, the entire four years were one side bitching about the fact that, uh, Trump was, uh, uh, president and the other side, you know, bitching that people wouldn't, uh, weren't uh, happy with the fact that Trump was president. <laughs> and that's what it came down to. And there's a lot more to it, like political issues and this, that, and the other, but basically it didn't stop. And before that was, uh, eight years of one side, uh, uh, bitching that uh, Obama was president and the other side bitching that people were unhappy about Obama being president. It's always the same thing over and over again. I, it's probably always been like that. And I just didn't notice until you know the last eight or 12 years or so. Um, when I was in my twenties and early thirties, I didn't give a shit about politics in any way, shape or form. Uh, I couldn't even, there are points I probably couldn't even told you who was fucking president. Um, but, uh, you know, nowadays it's all I seem to hear over and over again. It's all, all you see on Facebook, you know, all you see on Twitter. Uh, I hate to be the one to complain about it, but it even seems like it, it seeps into like uh, entertainment today. Um, certainly I don't watch a lot of current entertainment, so I can't say for sure, but you see articles about it. Uh, you know, uh, Saturday night live from what I understand is very political now, nowadays. Um, and I, it, it always had a little bit of a political bent to it because uh, there's been, almost always been someone impersonating the president. But, um, when I was, uh, watching that show, it was, uh, back in the eighties and nineties. And I remember, um, Dana Carvey impersonating George Bush. That's yeah. And it, it didn't seem quite as mean back then, but on the other hand, I was a lot younger. So maybe I just didn't get the jokes. <sighs> Anyways. So yeah, don't, don't booby trap signs. That's mean. Uh, what's next? No, not, not that. No, not that. Oh, here's a sad one. Um, don't ask me how I got into this because it wasn't a, an actual news article. It's one of those, um, writing, writing things where you like, you send uh, uh, questions to an expert about different stuff. Um, like a dear Abby, but on different subjects, this one is about supposedly about income. Uh, and the headline is I signed my home over to my daughter temporarily to protect it during my divorce. And now I'm 69 and living in an RV. Uh, can I file for, for elder abuse? Uh, I'm not going to read the entire, um, article. So I'm going to get some of this wrong, but basically what happened is, uh, this lady was going through a divorce. So, and so, and she didn't want her husband to get anything of the house. So what she did was she, uh, signed over part of the house to her two daughters. So, uh, so that they, you know, um, own part of the house and he, and I don't know why, I guess that made it harder for him to get anything or it made it so he couldn't get anything out of the house. Uh, and that was, and that was done, uh, about a year later, um, 
the mom um, is going on vacation, uh, like travel, wants to travel for a year. Um, and she was going to sell the house. But uh, once one of the daughters said, hey, don't sell the house. Uh, you know, you might you might end up wanting it. Uh, why don't you just rent it to rent it to me for the year that uh, you're gone? So uh, mom's gone for a year uh, and daughter lives in the house with, you know, with, with her family. Uh, about eight or 10 months into it, uh, mom decides that she doesn't want to travel for the rest of her life. And she, and she does, does want the house. So she lets the daughter know that, um, you know, she intends to move back into the house once the year's up driving around. A daughter says, no, she'd really prefer if you uh, rent it, it, it to her for another year. Uh, mom says she doesn't want to do that. Daughter says she doesn't care. Uh, she is, has, you know, a part of the uh, ownership of the house. So she has every right to be there and she's not going to move out. Um, so obviously this isn't great for mom. Mom contacts other sister who uh, uh, talks to her about it, who immediately signs her shit back over. I guess they just hadn't got around to doing that shit. So, but now that means that the daughter owns part of the house legally. Uh, so she wrote into this legal expert to uh, you know, ask if she can sue and see what would happen. Uh, legal expert uh, ripped her a new asshole. <laughs> Basically, he pointed out the fact that you had done something quasi to completely illegal yourself uh, by uh, giving the uh, part of your property to your daughters to avoid getting it involved in uh, divorce proceedings, uh, which is basically, so the judge would not be happy to hear about that at all. Uh, but other than that, you don't really have any other options. You legally gave it to her. Uh, the, the fact that you The fact that you legally gave it to her to try to fucking get one up on your husband is just kind of karma when it comes right down to it. Um, and he said, the only advice I can give you is move back in. It's part of your house too. So yeah, you can't make, you can't keep her, you can't keep her from living there because she owns part of it, but she also can't keep you from living there. Uh, and it struck me as really fucking suck ass that you'd be in a relationship with your, uh, daughter or vice versa if your mom and were that's fucking cool. Uh, obviously mom's, you know, kind of shady herself and that might be where daughter got it from. Uh, but still, I mean, fuck, could you imagine fucking over your mom like that? You know, basically uh, stealing half your mom's house uh, because of legal circumstances. Uh, could, I, I didn't have the greatest mom in the world, but I love my mom. And I think to her, the best of her ability, she did uh, the best for me that she could. And I couldn't imagine fucking trying to actually rip off my mom. Uh, you know, uh, I don't really want to rip off anybody, really. But to do it to your own mom, fucking, it's just... It's, so fucking cold blooded. That's uh, that's some people are shitty. That's if there's anything I haven't uh, learned in this life, it's people are fucking shitty. All right. Anyways, on that happy note, let's see what else we got to talk about. Uh, feel free to call in, guys. We still got about another twelve minutes left before I'm out of here. Uh, haven't heard from anybody but the Rainer and the K Barbs. I was hoping to hear from some of the other guys. Uh, he, Tits says that's a scum bag move. Yeah, it definitely is. Oh, okay. Our Rainer came back. <laughs> hey, Rainer. Welcome back. Hey, I just wanted to apologize. <laughs> That's all right. It was entertaining. Ruin another show. Yeah, there you go. Was call in. Hey, but uh, I, when my wife walks in the room, I pulled the uh, headphone plug out because I figured if you can't call in without headphones, they're not going to be able to hear me. I guess no, you that didn't hear everything. So no, that didn't work out at all. <laughs> I'm just here to apologize and say bye, everybody. That's funny. <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay, here's a here's a sad fucking story. Uh, Two main police officers were fired and charged over allegations that they killed 11 porcupines with their batons. Um, Edison Cox and Michael Rollerson, formerly of the Rockland Police Department, are facing charges for killing porcupines while on the job, according to this whatever newspaper. Uh, another officer, Kenneth Smith, was placed on administrative leave for recording the porcupine killings and publishing uh, it on Snapchat. People are fucking dumb. <laughs> Cox and Rollerson were both charged with aggravated animal cruelty and night hunting after the incident was re reported by a colleague. Um, Jesus fucking Christ, dude. Uh, yep. They've been there. They alleged they beat and killed about 11 porcupines with their retractable batons. Um, that's why I call my penis, by the way. Uh, yeah. And that's, yeah. <coughs> what the fuck's wrong with people? I, I don't. Okay. Now don't get me wrong. Porcupines don't live around here, so um, I don't know what kind of uh, temperament they are, or if they're a nuisance animal, or if they're aggressive, uh, but I can't think of any reasonable reason to fucking beat 11 porcupines to death with a baton. Uh, 
you know what? You're right. The tit says, how about a happy story? I don't know if I have any happy stories today. <laughs> Let's see what I got. Uh, I don't know. Record breaking Python killed in Florida Everglades. That's a happy story, right? Uh, a pair of trappers caught the 18 foot nine, nine inch, uh, Burmese Python on a hunt working for the South Florida water management district. Uh, they caught the 104 pound female. I'm actually surprised it doesn't weigh, that it doesn't weigh more. Uh, on October 2nd, as a part of the district's Python elimination program, um, which has seen capture of nearly 4,000 of the snakes since 2017. <coughs> Excuse me. And it surpasses the previous record of 18 feet 8 inches from 2013. Yeah, fuck all that. Uh, no, Dragon Off, I didn't say I'm, I was beating porcupines with my dick. Uh, that's a completely different story. Uh, but 18 foot is a long fucking snake, dude. That's a big ass snake. I picked up one that was, God, I can't remember. I want, I want to say 14 feet, but that seems too long. So maybe 10 to 12 feet. I got, I want to say 14, but it's been so long and that seems like way long. Uh, but it was a big ass Python when I was working for the main society. And, uh, I got a story about that. Hey, we'll finish on that. Hold on a second. So. One day we get a call from a small business uh, in <clears throat> in the suburbs, and they said that they have a snake uh, on their front yard, and they'd like us to come pick it up. Uh, well, that's an interesting thing. You would assume that they don't call for like a gardener snake. So I, I grab one of the cages, which is like a carrier, just like your normal cat or small dog carrier, and I head for my rescue van. Uh, the wildlife specialist says, "Hey, maybe you should bring the big cage." I'm like, "Why?" <laughs> she goes, "I don't know. Maybe you just should." So I go, well, okay, whatever. So I, I bring the big cage, which is big enough to like put full size dogs, like, you know, 50 pounds, 60 pounds, 70 pound dogs in, um, and, and load it into the back of the van, uh, which has those big cages built into the back of it. So I, I thought this was pretty silly, but whatever. And I head off to the business. Um, when I get there, there's a whole bunch of people standing outside and it's just a small business. So I don't even know what the fuck they made in kind of a residential neighborhood almost. Uh, actually it was kind of, it is a residential neighborhood. I don't know why they had a small business there, but it was, um, so I had a lot on the front. It's a one story building and they're all standing outside in, in the parking lot, uh, by the front lawn. So yeah, I pull up and I'm like, Hey, I'm, uh, I'm here from the main side. You guys called about a snake. They're like, yeah, it's right over there in the front yard. I was like, over. I'm like, Oh, by that pipe. And they're like, ah, uh, yeah, that's not a pipe. <laughs> it was this big ass. Like I said, I might be misremembering it, and this sounds like a really big fucking snake. Uh, but I want to say it was like a fucking 14-foot Burmese python. But we'll call it 12, just because that seems a little more believable. Uh, it was a huge goddamn snake. Um, I wasn't sure what quite what to do at this point. I'd never tried to capture a, a gigantic fucking snake. I didn't know what the protocol was. Um, and this was back before cell phones and shit like that. So it wasn't like I could call my boss and say, Hey, uh, this snake's bigger than I am. What do you want me to do? Uh, but I, I, but I'd eaten my Wheaties that day and I took my job pretty seriously for a young man. Uh, cause I felt good about this job. I didn't get paid shit. I think I made $6 an hour. Uh, but that was a long time ago, but still $6 an hour. Um, but I took the job pretty seriously cause I felt like I was doing something. It wasn't like just some boring retail job. It was like working at a gas station. I felt like whenever I went out that day, I was making a difference somehow. And to young Jay, that, that was important. So uh, I didn't mind the, the shitty pay and I took my job pretty serious. So instead of saying there's no fucking way I should going to touch that snake, which is what I should have said, uh, I devised a way to capture it. Uh, we have uh, in the van something we call control sticks. Uh, you're Most of you are probably familiar with it, but for those that aren't, basically it's a stick with a uh, wire running through it twice. So it comes goes through the end of the stick, comes out on one side in a, in a loop that you can adjust and then back through uh, to where to to out the end of it so that you can pull on it so basically you have a loop on the end of a stick that you can adjust uh it's, uh, it's normally used for like capturing dogs and things like that um but i decided i was going to capture a snake with it uh the snake had a big old lump in the middle of it. it it had recently recently eaten so i believe somebody was probably missing their cat to be honest with you uh, and i knew that for and it was a nice sunny day so i knew that it had to be somebody's fucking pet. They're not indigenous to uh, Michigan and it wouldn't be living through the winter. So it had to be someone's pet pet recently. Um, oh, hey, Stray. And yes, Stray, this is the 200th episode of The Other Grill Live. Uh, but so I knew the snake had to be someone's pet. 
So I wasn't too terribly scared of it. I don't think it was going to attack me or anything like that. I just was concerned about trying to pick it up and get it into a cage. So I walked up to it with the control stick and very slowly slipped the loop over its head and tightened it down. And not not so much to you know to try to hurt it, but so, so that it wasn't going anywhere. Uh, and then I said to somebody, hey, could you bring that cage over here? Uh, so they got, because I'd previously gotten out of the van. So they bring the cage over. I'm like, hey, okay, put it with the opening up, open. So, yeah, and they did that. I'm like, okay, um, cool, hold on a second. Uh, and so at that point, I took the control stick and took the uh, snake's head and put it into the uh, cage. And the cage is like, you know, three feet deep. So it's pretty, it's pretty far in there. I'm like, okay, I need someone to pick up the snake. And, and, the, and the entire 10 person uh, audience that I, I had accumulated said, fuck no, all at once. <laughs> oh, thanks, Trey. I appreciate that. Uh, all at once. They're like, nope. I'm like, come on, dude. It can't hurt you. It can't move. I have its head. It can't get to you. I just need someone to load the snake into the fucking cage. So eventually one of them talked to him, worked, his, worked himself up into doing it and took the snake and put it in the cage. Um, then, so once that was done, I, you know, like loosened the loop, took it off, pulled the thing out and closed the door. Uh, not a big deal. Uh, getting the cage back to the fucking van ended up being a really fucking big deal. Cause that snake, I think they said it weighed 60 something pounds, um, or 70 pounds and the cage weighed like 20 pounds and Jay was not about carrying 90 pounds back then. Yeah. I was, I was a stick figure. If you guys think I'm skinny now, you should see me when I was in my early twenties. Um, <laughs> And it was, it was a fucking hell of a thing to try to carry that across the lawn and across the parking lot and put it in the van. I remember that being a pit, a bitch. Um, but I told you that story, uh, to tell you this story. Um, the, uh, we had that snake at the Humane Society for a fairly long time. Uh, a 12 foot Python is kind of hard to place. Not everybody uh, wants one or has the facility for it. Cause it's a big ass fucking snake. So eventually we realized that we would have to feed the snake. You we couldn't just starve it to death. Uh, um, cause like I said, we had it for quite a while, not just like a couple days or a week or two. <clears throat> and that was hard for the Michigan Humane Society. Cause for the most part, you would feed that thing fucking rabbits because that's how big it was. And that would be, you know, what its natural prey was for the most part, rabbits or cats. Uh, and since, <laughs> and since the Humane Society wasn't going to embrace a, a fairly unusual way to euthanize its unwanted cats, uh, we had to come up with a different option. Um, and w the way that happened is they basically would get like fucking roadkill and shit. Uh, we didn't have to feed it a ton. You remember steaks don't eat that often. Uh, but I remember at one point they had a dead rabbit. Um, and at first, you know, they had been in a refrigerator so it wouldn't rot. Uh, so they threw it in its cage and the uh, snake ignored it. Uh, after a while, using their big brains, they figured out because it was fucking cold. And, they, and the, a lot of snake senses are geared toward heat. It, it can't even, you know, it's not going to go for a dead, cold animal. So they decided they're going to throw it in the microwave. So they throw it in the microwave and, and warm it up some and then throw it back into the cage. Um, and, and the snake ignores it. So uh, at this point, the wildlife specialist goes, well, I don't know what we're going to do. So she goes into the uh, cage, picks it up, turns around and, and starts to say something to the other person in the room. And, and, while, and she, while she says it, she's kind of gesturing with the uh, bunny rabbit. And the snake fucking leaps up and rips that fucking rabbit out of her hand. <laughs> I was working like halfway across the shelter for, uh, over at the time. And I heard her fucking scream like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> so we learned that, yes, uh, you can uh, feed them dead rabbits because, you know, we were afraid we were because you, know, you can't. They normally they eat them live. So, we, yes, we found we could feed them dead rabbits, but you had to put a little effort into it. <laughs> uh but anyways, so yeah, that that was my uh, snake story. And look at the time, guys. We did a whole fucking hour. Uh, I apologize. I didn't have as much in the way of special guests. I... <laughs> crazy. All right, one more before we get out of here. I'm crazy. Momentum. Today is a day of momentum, whether you have it or whether you don't. Today, we are replacing bad habits with good one. If you are looking for some serious momentum in life, replace a bad habit today, right now, this very moment. Replace it with a good habit. Use that good habit as, motiv as motivation habit. and momentum to keep pushing you forward and be proud of yourself that you replaced that bad habit with a good habit because that is what will keep pushing you into the future. That start, that, that first thing that you did, to replace know. a bad habit with a good yeah. habit. And that being proud of yourself will take you 
exactly where you know you can go. If you are there already, be proud of yourself. <laughs> I hope you are proud of me. And for those fighting the fight worth fighting, keep fighting. Because we are all out here fighting. Well, we'll I hope everyone has a great fighting. day today. <laughs> I guess we need to get one more before we get out of here. Um, well, that's it, guys. That was episode 200. Can you believe it? We did 200 fucking episodes in a row. Uh, I say we because I can't do the show without you guys. Uh, so, you know, pat yourselves on the back. Give yourselves a hand. I know some of you guys here have been here since fucking day one. Um, others we picked up along the way. But uh, I still appreciate each and every one of you guys for listening to me babble on every day. Um, that being said, we'll be here tomorrow. Uh, you guys know that. Uh, at 6 o'clock. Um, until then, uh, you guys have yourself a great night, man. Talk to you later. <laughs> later for you. <laughs> <laughs>